on the enemy. Time to win. Sovereignty 2020 and beyond. I'm really excited today to have Sovereignty 2020 and beyond is what we've been discussing here at the Sovereign Woman Movement Show podcast. And today it is with great honor that I bring forth my special guest, Monique Benabou, who is an artist, a channel, a healer, a vocal embodiment coach, and so many other beautiful things that characterize her as a very beautiful, strong, sovereign woman. Satnam and welcome to the Sovereign Woman Movement Show, where it is our mission to awaken the women of the world spiritually by empowering them with the holistic tools that they need to heal a body, mind, and spirit. And so we can bring in an enlightened society as this old one crumbles. Satnam, good morning, Christina. How are you? Thank you so much for being here. If you guys are all catching this live on Instagram, thank you so much for building community with us. This has been a very important, vital week. And for those that are listening on the replay for the podcast, I just want to thank you so much for being part of this a uh, very important part of our lives as we transition and move into a highest form of consciousness. So I will bring in our wonderful guest, Monique Benabou, who will be sharing with us today her medicine and all of the beautiful aspects of her journey that have taken her to do the work that she does today. So welcome, Monique. Good morning, Christina. How are you? We'll just wait for a couple moments and uh, you can go ahead and ask and request to ask to come on in, Mo. It takes a while, you know, this whole Instagram thing, you always want to pray and hope that it actually works (laughs) because the good thing is that, you know, it's not Mercury retrograde because Mercury retrograde always makes things even funner. But we'll just give it a moment here until she can ask. Oh, there it is right there. Muy buenos días, buenos días, good morning. Hi, how are you, beautiful? I'm good, how are you? Good, oh my gosh, I love your turban. That is the most beautiful turban I've seen. Did you like tie that yourself or is it? Okay, are we going to do hats? Yeah, please, because I I need them in my life. (laughs) So this is my favorite new vibes. This is a company called... Um, Moabis, I think it is. I'll, I'll have to send it to you. But it's really a towel wrap that's glorified and satin and silk, a satin mm. silk blend on the on the on the outside, and then this beautiful microfiber terry cloth blend on the inside to dry your hair. But I wear these as as turbans too because yeah. I've been wrapping my hair since I was a little girl, and this is just so much faster <laughs> than like really trying to be on point with my twists yeah. and bows. Yeah, and it's for me. It's like a it's an art to try to tie a turban. I mean, usually in the morning, I just usually put one on that's really easy to like slap on because I'm trying to just get through my satna. But as we go out, you know, that looks so beautiful. I love it. I love the print. You look gorgeous. Well, thank you so much for being here, Mo. Okay, so do you go more by Mo or Monique? Because I saw your assistant call you Mo a couple of times. (laughs) 
whatever is the most endearing for you and has that like love charge you choose. I feel like definitely your mo to me. <laughs> I love mo. I love it. So tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your journey. Um, what took you to the work you do today and what work do you actually do? Yeah. Um, so what, what brought me into the work that I am doing today? Currently, what I'm doing is, um, for those who are not familiar, just jumping on, um, I am a sound healer, sound therapist, um, and also known as a sound alchemist, um, a vocal activation coach. I'm an artist, primary, first and foremost, like the, the filter of life that I you know, exist through is art, is artistry. So everything kind of has that flair. Um, and, um, and then I, I produce and develop uh, other artists. So this is a good time. And emanated uh, from just starting um, a journey in the music industry. And then it having my heart broken along the way, you know, with just how the industry works and deciding to take a break. And uh, at the same time, I was also involved in yoga deeply at the time and just became exposed to sound healing and sound therapy and sound baths. So I'd say that's probably where the start of all of this, you know, was sparked. Um, I remember my first sound bath was at in yoga, I'm not sure if you're, are you LA based? Uh, I, I'm actually from California, but I moved to Arizona back in 2001. So I'm not from there anymore. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. So there's this little cute um, private uh, boutique yoga community called In Yoga. And it was in Valley Village near North Hollywood. And I got certified there. And that's really where like my spiritual awakening started mm-hmm. was going through yoga teacher training. And I was one of those people at the beginning of yoga teacher training that was doing it for the journey not to teach because mm-hmm. like I didn't have the confidence or what they called your voice at that point mm-hmm. as a teacher and so that really busted me open because we got to study all these different all these different aspects of yoga you know you have the philosophy of yoga you have the ideology you have the science you have ayurveda you have sound healing you have mantra you know and then you have asana and breath work so all these things culminated to have this like spiritual awakening and um as part of that journey i had my first sound bath in yoga and i was like what is this oh my god this is there's something here and it wasn't until like many years later that i had the courage to like start playing some crystal bowls and letting my voice flow and breaking away from like uh, being a session singer or a performer or you know somebody that just records and uh, writes music and plays at open mics and so I've, I've done this whole kind of tour of this spiritual music hybrid world and come to this place of where um, all parts of what I love about music I'm I'm kind of embodying and creating my own thing with. Wow, what a journey. But it all, but for you, it, it definitely, when did you, music, when did music become, when did you know music was like part of you? Because that was the beginning stage, right? That was the beginning, of, that was, what I just shared was kind of uh, middle, oh. if we're talking about lifespan. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, 
I've always known that music was my path, to be oh. perfectly honest. I'm one of those people who knew kind of out of the womb, came out singing. Wow. <laughs> Not really, but I mean, I had some time <laughs> what they told me. <laughs> but your parents never sang or anything? or. I actually have a pretty musical household. My parents were never professional musicians. Okay. Um, but like my mom always sang in the house and danced. She's like this little belly dancing queen mm. from Morocco. They're so cute. And my dad, um, my dad actually influenced me quite a bit with music. Um, he loves oldies, and so uh, he introduced me to a lot of music that wasn't part of my generation. And I was cultural music influences French, Arabic, Hebrew, Spanish, and now I sing in Portuguese as well. So like, yes, my, my household was very musical. My brother produces music. All my sisters sing in their own ways. One of my sisters was a professional singer and chose to focus on her family, um, make way through her career. So I picked up the baton. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So you were born to do this. This was part of it. So now you kind of like, it's like the next phase of your life turned into the sound healing aspect of it. Yeah. So the sound healing again, just developed um, out of like a really deep calling mm -hmm. and, and resonance, just like yours. Like, whoa, what is that? And um, as I began to kind of tread along my personal journey my personal spiritual journey. Um, and I'm also a facilitator of plant medicine and mm -hmm. um, support several communities in facilitating different ceremonies um, here in the U.S. And I have my teachers in Brazil and Hawaii. Um, so as part of that, there was this natural opening for me to facilitate music in, this, in these spaces. Mm -hmm. And my my regular music that I was writing that you might hear like on earth, like, you know, on Spotify or on the, whatever, it's a regular song. Nothing's regular, but you know. What I mean? <laughs> 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 um, so as I began to develop in those spaces, the, the offering became, as far as music, became like something channeled, a little more channeled rather than rehearsed. And I began to connect with my, my channel um, on a really deep level that broke a lot of the conditioning of how I related to music and related to writing and related to sound and honestly related to spirit. And so um, as that kind of developed, I invested in bowls and I started asking if I could play them during like these portions that I would usually like channel or share um and it kind of became a thing and I was like oh I, I really love this and um just like a little context and backstory why it took me so long to start playing like bowls and channeling and doing sound therapy and working with other indigenous instruments was because I had a block in my mind from childhood that I couldn't learn an instrument. I had a ton of, of blocks around learning. Um, so psychologically, I had to get over that and like step to myself and like be like, okay, I can do this. I can I can sing and play something at the same time, even if it's just swirling the bowl. There's like no coordination with my fingers or notes, like the glasses. The glass bowls aren't in themselves. I can I can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, 
like, it's not going to kill me. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work out. I'll just shut up and keep you know, twirling the bowl. It'll work. <laughs> so that's, that's how all of that emerged. And I started getting so much out of it. I love sound healing. I love playing my bowls. I can lose myself for hours in the sound. And just the, you know, the sticking point for me is the science of it all and the yes. different frequencies and the, the results. Um, it's an incredibly effective way to change the state and work with the different um, neurological um, states in the brain and brain waves and just so supportive for healing and accessing parts of ourselves that are maybe a little more challenging to access on our own. And so it's a beautiful, holistic way to open the cellular body, the emotional body, energetic body, physical body, and just like come into wholeness and, and like invite re self-regeneration through these, these currents and these frequencies. So Wow. that's that's that so i kind of do just kind of a little bit of everything in this space in the in the music spiritual kind of cross of things yeah i absolutely love the way you described it both spiritually but also scientifically like you it made sense for you both in like the 3d but also in in the spirit is it okay if i ask you a little bit about your plant medicine facilitation that is oh, girl. Oh. <laughs> That is fascinating because I actually went and worked with plant medicines myself 17 days in the Amazon jungle. And I myself worked uh, with uh, ayahuasca, Mother Ayahuasca and, and San Pedro. Um, I know that is something that I believe it's going to change mental health completely. And I believe that Multidisciplinary Association of Psychedelic Studies has done so much holy work that is helping so many veterans and helping just people awaken spiritually, right? Actually connect to their divinity. So tell us, I, I'm fascinated by that, about your facilitation in Brazil and, and how did that even come into your life? Oof, okay, same time, right? Like same time, this whole spiritual awakening situation and the yoga teacher training. Actually, I, I, I'm six months off of having graduated from yoga teacher training. Uh, I'm single. I just got out of a relationship that was like my first spiritually like bonded relationship, which was super challenging to like grieve. It was like, whoa, I've never experienced like that. And so I was kind of disoriented. And I was also at this point where I was very frustrated with the music industry, very frustrated with myself. And like, what? like there's all this stuff inside of me. There's all this potential. There's all this music. There's all this love. I just want to share. I want to get it out. How do I get it out? And I was so frustrated and I didn't know what to do. And at the time I was, you know, very, very blessed to be in communication with one of my first spiritual mentors and his name was Henri. And he had a, had a tanning salon in Studio City and I would go see him like every day and we would just talk shop and he would show me crazy drawings of stuff that he drew at 3 a.m. because aliens came and visited him and showed him this technology <laughs> and all these different things. You know, the most wild shit that I never really at that point like I'm like, dude, I don't know if I believe you. I, I like I love you so I'm a human.
think you should go and sit in the ceremony with me. It's on this day. And it was like two days before or after my birthday. I remember I was like, okay, it's my birthday. Sit. I'm going to give this to myself. He calls me very day of a ceremony morning. He's like, I'm sorry, kiddo. I'm not going to be able to make it. So I go to my very first grandmother ceremony in Topanga Canyon. No, like I know not one person and I'm like, I'm going to die. <laughs> I'm going because like I, I called to the point of like nothing else is more important than this. Yeah. And I was like, I'm here. So I didn't die. Yeah. <laughs> you, die. you made um, it. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great laugh. So that's where my ayahuasca journey started and it was glorious. It's amazing. Like I, I went through that first journey kind of through the eyes of like a different avatar and what was communicated to me was that it was um like my first iteration as a human being mm-hmm. um as my soul taking shape of a human being uh and it felt so much like like mother mary like i just remember having this thing draped over me and walking in the desert and leading uh, just uh, so many people with me and we were all in mourning and I just remember like tears coming down my face but knowing that I was strong enough to keep walking and it was like the most incredible thing ever and it also affirmed me as like a leader as a woman in leadership and um, so much forgiveness came through and it just it really it did what it was supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. But your But your spiritual awakening had happened before, right? Or was it after that? You know, there's like layers, right? Okay. So like that initial pop. Okay, gotcha. I call my spiritual awakening uh like that defining initial moment was a breathwork mm. class with Joe Cara at again in in studio um, in yoga. Um yoga studios and we were doing this breath work called Viloma. Are you familiar with that? No, what is it? Viloma one and two. It's a series of breath work where you fill the, the body up or you fill the diaphragm up in thirds mm-hmm. and you hold at each section. So you go filling up one third up to the up to the navel, pausing, then filling up second third up to the heart pausing as well as for like the nervous system to recalibrate to the breath and reset and then finally all the way up to the top however however much that is for you wherever that lands holding and then exhaling in thirds and we did this for like 20 minutes and i just like out loud and like this sight like it's a silent dark room (laughs) i'm just like Came through, and it was just this peace. 
going to keep walking this path and see what else I can kind of make sense of and, and piece together. It became a, um, like a, a quarterly sit for me. That's what I did for the first three years. So I sat once a quarter as kind of like a way to purge and a way to, and by purge, I don't, know, I don't actually mean physically, yeah. but like just cleanse, cleanse the spirit, cleanse the mind and get in touch with like, Okay, what's here? What's 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 my truth? What's next? What needs to be healed? Let's do this. Like I'm a I'm a. If there's one thing I came here to do, other than sing, is to like get it at life. Like I'm here for growth. Yeah. <laughs> it's my design. You signed up. Your soul's like, let me sign up for all the lessons. Let's just do this. <laughs> Everything. Um, so so yeah, that's where it all started, and I really bonded deeply with the facilitators of that circle um and they're from hawaii and they go by holy grail and they're a husband and wife and you know something that i've deeply healed and still heal still am healing just you know different different aspects more like the minutiae the details of things at this point with my work um is around relationships and relating and seeing healthy love being modeled to me and so my facilitators, my, my teachers, Alexander and Olia, they, the way they weave in partnership and collaboration, the way they facilitate together, yeah. like there's this incredible seamless weave. And even if they mess up, the way that they respond to each other when someone drops the ball, it's with kindness and it was, and, and humor and humanity, um, compassion. And it was like the first time I'd ever seen that mirrored and like like exemplified and I was like oh my god so I I just loved them so much and I I kind of liken them to my spiritual parents at this point and I still sit with them they're my home tribe and um now I'm like one of the one of the facilitators with them we have this beautiful guardian team and we take care of so many people every year and they come once a quarter and it's really beautiful um they also have retreats in Hawaii and then from there, I met um, my current spiritual advisor and teacher um, who really took me on the path of like healing modalities. And, and like that was my initiation into healership as a, mm. as a you know, conduit for healing. And um, she introduced me to our tribe in Brazil. And that again, different, different parts of the journey. Like, okay, I got the, I got the healing component with, for the first few years healing always is happening, you know, that never kind of stops, it's just what is, what's being healed. Then we got the healership initiation, and then the mediumship component. Mm. So those are the three kind of facets and, 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 and phases that I've gone through with my medicine work, and um, now I'm offering one-on-one. I work with yeah. grandmother, I work with psilocybin, I work with white lotus, and a few other um, indigenous medicines like cafe, um, that really, really speak to me and, and support, you know, and support someone's process pretty, pretty greatly. Wow, Monique. Well, I, I, now I realize why I was so attracted to you. This makes a lot of sense because on your, on your Instagram, it's not like you really talk about the whole facilitation part and all of that, but, but I really believe that those, those that have uh, basically journeyed with grandmother, they're connected in some way or another. Like she works through us and I can recognize that frequency and vibration in people. It's really interesting. 
And also I, what I've noticed in people that are called to do this type of work, it's exactly what you just described. It's like the spiritual awakening happens first and then they're called there. And a lot of people will get that wrong. Don't you think they think they, that they go there for the spiritual awakening? I don't, I feel like after that experience, like the work really began. Like it wasn't even like, oh, you know, you're walking on water or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> At all. Yeah, I, I, seems like you're such a response like a really responsible respectful person towards the plant medicine it was probably because of the the guides right the two do you think they were twin flames alex and olia i don't know there's something special they're so amazing i love them their love is so beautiful and sweet and free and sovereign like talk about sovereignty i've learned so much about sovereignty from this community and from the facilitations and like wow 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 yes let's just call them twin flames because they they got it they like the same soul probably they're just working with everything you know what is that what for you this year 2020 how how have you moved through it and what has come up for you and we're getting a lot of amazing responses. They're loving you. Thank you so much for sharing your medicina. Uh, so 2020, what, what do you think is, is, the, is the lesson for you and maybe even for humanity? What, or, and how have you incorporated maybe even your sound healing with it? Mm, mm, mm. I mean, the sound is church. Mm. Like, sound brings me home. I, I have reconnected with music in a, in a deeper way this year as a result to everything that we've been going through as a, as a, as a people and as a world. Um, yeah, like I, I love music. I get music. Um, and I, when you facilitate and when you're, when I started doing a lot more artist development this year, when you're working on other people's music, there's a different orientation, right? Like, you're, you're approaching the, you're approaching it, you're approaching the space of the field differently than like, if I'm just like sound healing and, and I'm receiving, you know what I mean? There's a lot more cognition happening and less, less ability to just receive without uh, thought. Mm. So this year has brought me into a practice, not just with music, but with frequency, mm. right? I'm just going to just, take it right down to what it is because that also equals facilitation and ceremony work itself for me so between let's just say between ceremony and between um music facilitating and actually doing or receiving i made a rule with myself because of the pat like the power in 
that I've experienced in receiving and reconnecting to both of these things, both of these aspects in my life, um, where I give a lot through. Mm-hmm. So I've reconnected on the receiver, like on the receiving end of things with both of these things and come to this realization of just like, for me, right? This is not anyone else's truth, but for me, I have to, in order to keep my balance, sit as much as I serve mm. and sing or play as much as I teach. Wow. And like, it's just, it's just what keeps me honest in my frequency. It's what keeps things balanced energetically and spiritually. And it, yeah, it's just like, I'm always connected to my why in that space from that, from that place. Yeah. Right. And it that always- was one of my big lessons of 2020. There's so many. Like, how do you how do you even highlight them? There's so many. So much shedding of of what no longer serves us. But it's so it's so true. Like, it's almost like you have to just learn how to take it. I mean, for you, it went from that sound to now you're understanding it as frequency, and it's coming through you. That's where the channeling comes in, and you're able to open up to this even higher consciousness of yourself. It's, do you think it has to do with the continued inner work that you're doing? It's just a constant evolution. Constant evolution. I'd say there are a couple pillars that have really anchored everything. Um, and I want to shout out my my teacher, Dr. Kate Snyder, because mm-hmm. she's a huge, huge part of my growth over the last two years, and especially this last year. And something she is re um, reinvigorated in me is prayer, mm-hmm. like the power of prayer, like intentional prayer you know yes like the songs we sing especially in in medicine space they're all prayers Icaros, you know fontos, all of them they're they're codes mantra but like like going much deeper and and realizing that i myself could be a pillar of prayer and and like to connect with frequency um and the expression of frequency through spoken prayer and channeled prayer like woof that like grounded me so deeply in all of my work because it can be so up here right mm-hmm. and 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 the voice specifically um you know when we speak something it has its first physical form okay. it's birthed with its first physical form which is a, a sound wave and so this is the first kind of layer of making what we speak our realities. Mm. That's the foundation. And so, um, yeah, there's so many, so many interesting. We can click it the yeah. hour. I got literally. I'm like catching myself from like going on a chair <laughs> and like stringing ten things together. And um, I'm just over here getting chills because. Oh my God, I never even thought of taking it to the next level. Is that what you mean by voice embodiment then? Because I feel... Mm -hmm. No, go ahead. No, that's all I was going to say. Yeah, vocal embodiment is when the the... I want to make this succinct. Give me a second. Yeah, sure. And just... Oh yeah, we only have about two more minutes, yeah. embodiment is where what is coming through the person is grounded so grounded meaning what's being sung about 
being um, spoken on is is lit in a way or is activated like the frequency is living within the being so that when it releases it has the most powerful charge possible mm. i think of frequency as like a knife it's either going to be a dull knife or a sharp knife gotcha. and so when we come into a space of embodiment with our voice there's this undeniable kind of anchored feeling that hits the body, whether it's live or, or on a recording. And it's a, it creates presence, like in the ultimate presence of, of spirit through mm-hmm. voice. And that's essentially what the what the work of vocal embodiment is around. And it's a journey, right? I work with people and we take the journey. Um, and what it does is it's a it's a it's a simulator it's a simulator uh, for taking someone through facing off with themselves and working specifically with the root um, solar plexus throat crown line mm-hmm. of of the nadis, right? So we're working that channel and usually there are blocks. Um, so we're working with just like worthiness to live and like people who, who, who have these incredible gifts, um, but like their root is totally collapsed because they don't even feel like they're, why are they here? What, what, what's the point of me being here? I don't even feel worth living, you know? Mm-hmm. Then you have those who just, you know, self-esteem, self-confidence, self-belief, good enough, like that good enough thing. Um, so all these different core wounds begin to kind of come to the forefront in this work, and we get to heal it through sound, and we get to name it, and we get to give it a vibration. And I show people how to heal themselves through their own frequency, by toning, by using bubbles, by singing, by wardrobing the the trauma. Um, and this is where like the somatic kind of processes come into play, and we weave. So that's what we're finding it. wow well you're definitely embodying it that is I've never heard it described that way and it just it's like download to download like wow wow that is a different level of really understanding what this sound and this frequency actually does in our in our lives is this something that you're going to be sharing with us at the summit is it similar to what is the in the workshop that you're going to be with us on on Sunday right I'm going to be doing Sunday yeah the 20th yeah yep <laughs> you're like what day is it yeah on sunday so uh your workshop is going to incorporate more of a sound healing components right yeah i'll probably take everyone through some toning exercises and um just get people familiar with the low register and the high register because we have two parts of the of the voice and they are separated with different mantra sounds from in the sanskrit language mm-hmm. so you have hum which is the lower register and ham which acts activates the, the upper palate and mask and so i'll take them through just like a little orientation of that and i really want to provide people with permission mm-hmm. to begin to play with their voice who normally wouldn't see because no matter what at the end of the day we each have a signature frequency or resonance that is like into our fingerprint and that frequency heals the body the um, like my voice heals my body more than it will let's say heal your body if I were to like do some vocal healing work on you versus you doing it on yourself the the cell
cells are more receptive to your own natural resonance. It's like the most bioavailable frequency to absorb. Mm -hmm. So um, I want to teach people a little bit about how they can tone at home and kind of just like move some energy with sound and vibration through their body. And then I'm just going to have them receive and experience because one of the best ways for people who are really interested in this path to actually start is by receiving and taking you know, class or taking having sessions done with different healers in that field. So I want to, I want them to receive and I want them to experience the magic and the, the geometries and the structures that the sounds create. Um, and, and, you know, if there's time, I, I would love to build out like a, um, uh, kind of like a share circle afterwards. Mm-hmm. So we'll see, we'll see what's in flow. And I'm just really excited to be with the ladies and everybody who's part of this movement, you know, like, ushering in this age of Aquarius in a big bad way you've got an Aquarius right here full full blown and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring all the love and all the vibrations on Sunday to nourish um to nourish the ladies oh my gosh I cannot wait and right before this big uh winter solstice everything that's happening it's gonna be perfect to really vibrate in our frequency Thank you so much. We're so freaking excited. Everyone's like, I'm excited. I'm excited. They're sending you hearts and love. So true. Oh, ladies, you are in for a treat. I cannot wait for Sunday. I got look at literally chills coming down my arms. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here with me today. I know you're an extremely busy woman too as well. And you literally are an exemplary sovereign woman. Everything you've just described, you know, moving through the challenges and finding your own dharmic purpose is really the essence of what we're doing as a movement, right? Not bypassing our own healing so that we can truly come into our highest power. So I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Highly respect everything that you do. You're a beautiful goddess in every way and shape and form. I just want to remind everyone that we're going to be here on the virtual summit is only one or two days away now. It's on Saturday, the 19th through the 21st. You can go to sovereignwomenmovement.com. You can also follow Mo. Where can we follow you, Mo? Because you have a link as well that they can uh, sign up in. You can follow me right here on So Monique Benabou, we'll spell her Monique, and then it's B-E-N-A-B-O-U, Benabou. What, what is your, uh, uh, where, where were you born? Were you born here? So, you know, I was born in the States. My parents are from Morocco. My ancestry yeah. is like French, Moroccan, Jewish, Portuguese. Beautiful. Yeah, I was wondering. I had never heard that last name. That's gorgeous. Well, you're a gorgeous, beautiful woman. Thank you so much for being here with us tonight. Thank you, everyone, for your great feedback, for all the amazing um they're saying, wow, inspired. Seraphim is amazing. They're, everything that has been said is just great feedback. Thank you so much, Mo. I appreciate you. you greatly. And I'll see you on Sunday. We'll see you all on all Sunday, right, guys. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.
Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Women Movement Show podcast episode. Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SESWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also, follow me on Instagram at Veronica Bear again, I am, and also in our community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there. Satnam.